Greetings dear learners. I am faculty of chemistry at SRN International School, Jaipur, Rajasthan. Today in this podcast, I will be explaining the topic Second Law of Motion of Chapter 9 of Grade 9th Science NCERT. As we have learnt about the first law of motion that when an unbalanced external force acts on an object its velocity changes that is the object gets an acceleration. And now we are going to discuss that how the acceleration of an object depends on the force applied to it and how we measure a force. So let us recount some observations from our everyday life. During the game of table tennis, if the ball hits a player, it does not hurt him. On the other hand, when a fast-moving cricket ball hits a spectator, it may hurt him. A truck at rest does not require any attention when parked along a roadside. But a moving truck, even at speeds as low as 5 meters per second, may kill a person standing in its path. A small mass such as bullet may kill a person when fired from a gun. These observations suggest that the impact produced by the objects depends on their mass and velocity. Similarly, if an object is to be accelerated, we know that a greater force is required to give a greater velocity. In other words, there appears to exist some quantity of importance that combines the object's mass and its velocity. One such property called momentum was introduced by Newton. The momentum P of an object is defined as the product of its mass M and velocity V. That is P equals to MV. Momentum has both direction and magnitude. Its direction is the same as that of velocity v. The SI unit of momentum is kilogram meter per second. Since the application of an unbalanced force brings a change in the velocity of the object, it is therefore clear that a force also produces a change of momentum. Let us consider a situation in which a car with a dead battery is to be pushed along a straight road to give it a speed of 1 meter per second, which is sufficient to start its engine. If one or two persons give a sudden push, that is unbalanced force to it, it hardly starts. But a continuous push over some time results in a gradual acceleration of the car to this speed. It means that the change of momentum of the car is not only determined by the magnitude of the force but also by the time during which the force is exerted. It may then also be concluded that the force necessary to change the momentum of an object depends on the time rate at which the momentum is changed. The second law of motion states that the rate of change of momentum of an object is proportional to the applied unbalanced force in the direction of force.
the mathematical formulation of the second law of motion. Suppose an object of mass m is moving along a straight line with an initial velocity u. It is uniformly accelerated to velocity v in time t by the application of a constant force f throughout the time t. The initial and final momentum of the object will be P1 that is Pi equals to Mu and P final that is Mv respectively. The change in momentum will be proportional to P final minus P initial that is Mv minus Mu and since M is common, common so M into within brackets V minus U. The rate of change of momentum is proportional to m into bracket v minus u bracket closed upon t or the applied force f is proportional to m into within brackets v minus u upon t or f is equal to k m into v minus u upon t which is equal to KMA, where A is the acceleration which is equal to V minus U by T and it is the rate of change of velocity. The quantity K is a constant of proportionality. The SI units of mass and acceleration are kilogram and meter per second square respectively. The unit of force is so chosen that the value of the constant K becomes 1. For this, one unit of force is defined as the amount that produces an acceleration of 1 meter per second square in an object of 1 kilogram mass. That is, one unit of force equals to K multiplied by 1 kg equals to multiplied by 1 meter per second square. I repeat again. One unit of force is equal to K into 1 kg into 1 meter per second square. Thus, the value of K becomes 1. So, F becomes equal to MA. So, F equals to MA that is the unit of force is kilogram meters per second square or Newton which has the symbol S capital N. The second law of motion gives us a method to measure the force acting on an object as a product of its mass and acceleration. So that's all for today. Thank you all. Stay blessed always.